Guess what I did this weekend, Nathan? What'd you do? I played disc golf for the first time. You did? Actually, it's not for the first time I lied. For the oh. second time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so you went disc golfing. I'm went, guessing it was with June. Yes, with my partner June. Yeah. And a group of his friends. Okay. And now my arm is wrecked. It surprisingly involved. You know, really I should have been using my hips and body to thrust the disc into the air. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is like a game of frisbee that you throw into cages yeah. for anybody who doesn't know disc golf. Yeah. Um, Google it. Yeah, Google it. It's fun. But I was using my arm more than the rest of my body, so my arm's kind of (laughs) dead. It's it's been it's been tough. I'm so sorry. And then you I heard you also went climbing. I also went climbing on top of disc golfing, so no wonder my arm's dying. Yeah, you're you've been busy. But you know, New Year's resolutions we're trying to get it going, right? Right. Trying to get that fitness in. Yeah, both of our uh, New Year's resolutions include like losing weight to get healthy again. So It's really important to both of us. So we have our paleo snacks here with us, <laughs> yeah. ready to go to town on this podcast. And speaking of which, welcome back to I Got Pushed and an Hypen podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm Crystal. And we would like to welcome you back to the best hour of an Hypen chat on Spotify and many other podcasting platforms. As always, we would like to thank you, our fellow Engine, for being such great supporters of not only our podcast, but in Hypen as well. Your support means the world and is the real reason that all of this is possible. You can interact with us on our Twitter account, at Podcast. Feel free to drop us a DM and let us know what you think about the show. Give us some episode suggestions and more. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. And as always, share our podcast with your Engine friends. Let's, Let's go. go. Okay, so on today's episode, we are going to talk about the Enhypen repackage album Dimension Answer, which dropped on the tenth, which was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. So we're hot and fresh right after the drop, it's ready to record. Yeah. When you stay up until midnight for these releases, it's like you lose all track of time. Like I f- still feel like it's like days later. Well, and it's funny. I'm a bad stan. I didn't get up at twelve fifty-five to yeah, you know. No, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't miss much in like the fashion of like you know sleep so <laughs> i missed sleep <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it was a really good time i stayed up with kayla and bethany and we watched on facetime had a lot of fun giggling like girls no big deal but, <laughs> but now we can really dive in dissect and analyze for the listeners yeah so, let's do it yeah so let's talk about blessed cursed the title track of dimension answer the repackage album of an hypen so, uh, Bless Cursed came out on January 10th at 1 a.m. Eastern, or Pacific Standard Time, excuse me, Pacific Standard Time, um, and we talked about the genre a little bit. Uh, yeah, what genre do we think it is? It's like, it's like rock, it's got a little bit of a trap beat. Yeah. Rock trap. Rock trap, <laughs> hip-hop <laughs> trap rock, punk. Yeah. <laughs> Punk trap rock pop. Add all yeah. of the words. <laughs> no, it's so the track starts out with the guitar riff at the beginning mm-hmm. and it really goes into a bit of a trap beat once it hits the first um, chorus, which is right at the beginning. Um, but I think that that's the easiest way to classify the song. I think so. I don't yeah. really know. I think I struggle how to classify it. I think that that's the best way. And I think yep. I'm sure the listeners will agree. But. Um, Bless Cursed, uh, for the most part, 
sticks with that guitar the entire time. That's true. It does. Yeah. That sweet, sweet guitar. Yeah. So, uh, Blessed Curse was written by Waraway Diudumchan, Gabriel Brandis, Square, Softster Boy, Sierra Muscat, Tim Tan, Jacob Aaron of The Hub, Charlotte Wilson, Alexander Carlson, Cassie Opea, Shinkung, Ronnie Icon, Little 27 Club, France, Wonderboy, and Hitman Bang. He was the man himself. Yep. So that's a lot of people. <laughs> that is a lot of people. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, the really interesting thing that I'm noticing every time they add people to a writer's list is that the song seems to become both disjointed and tight. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I totally do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot. Of d- you can almost feel those different influences in Blessed Curse. Because yeah. I feel like even when we're just trying to decipher the genre, which I think we're accurate in that assessment. Mm-hmm. But even the fact that we're like, oh, what genre is that? We're kind of scratching our heads a little bit. And I think it's because there's so many of these different influencers, yeah. you know, contributing to this song as a whole. So yeah. we're feeling that. Exactly. And I think that w- with that many writers... You know, you come up with like an A section of the song, B, C section, Mm -hmm. and you hear those parts repeated. But at the same time, it's like the continuity. We'll talk about that a little bit later because you were a little bit of a dissenter about the song. Yes, I'm a little bit of a dissenter. Yeah. So like if if you're not a fan of Blessed Curse, like you're in good company. Crystal at the beginning was not super into the song. She told me right out. And I think that that's a fair assessment. Like. When we first listen to a track from a band, we feel a lot of pressure toward liking or, you know, following blindly into this, like, love of the music, Mm -hmm. even though we might not like parts of it. But we'll talk about that when we both break it down. Um, So with all those writers being said, um, lyrically, the song is rich. That's true. Yeah, it is. Bring up the lyrics here. So here are the lyrics for Bless Cursed. It starts out with Jay in the intro saying, we go, 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 hype up the song. And the refrain at the beginning is, uh, wake up, open your eyes now. In this fake blessing, I want to be, want to be on my way, I bet. Boundaries holding me in to hell with your rules. I want to be, want to I way, I bet. Yep. And then the first verse is, I thought it was out. Uh, the flame of summer burning in me. This property that tamed me with sweet lips. Luxury draped on my body, blinding me like a blue pill. Love that bit. That's so yeah, Matrix. Yeah. So Matrix. Um, yeah. And then the rest goes, tell me, do I get blessed or do I get cursed? I just want to know. Okay, so let's talk about those lyrics. Yeah, so that's the rich. Beginning, yeah, just in the beginning. So the refrain, wake up, open your eyes now in this fake blessing. Mm-hmm. And when I heard fake, fake blessing when I watched the video, I was like, these boys are about to go in yep. like it's deep seriously and th- the their entire career they've been working on examining the life and the transition from being a trainee to an idol right right in our past episodes we talked about the let me in 20 cube music video where they're under drapes like they were mannequins or ken right. dolls and feeling like they were um Boundaries holding me in again, and th- you know, border day one. Uh, they keep talking about border and um, right, we're stepping over the border, 
you know, like if is this idle life even worth it? And am I just a packaged material? You know, yeah. like what? Yeah, it's interesting. And so it was interesting for me to hear like in this fake blessing, mm-hmm. like it's a blessing that I'm famous. It's a blessing that I get to do what I what I've dreamed of doing. But at the same time, what are the trade offs? Right. Is it a blessing or, or is, is it, it a, a curse? curse? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, he sung. Um, yes. But yeah. And then back to the blue pill thing, you were talking about the Matrix. And I, you know, I'm an avid watcher of reactors, and many reactors brought up that lyric, the blue pill. Well, the other thing was the fact that this music video essentially takes place during the millennium. Right? Yes, it totally does. At yeah, New Y2K. Or whatever. Yeah, and Y2K. it's so funny because even when they were doing teasers of this, we all thought that it had like a 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. vibe. You and I talked about like all of the Nirvana and like the grunge and yeah. the pop punk that we had experienced when we were young. Mm-hmm. I mean, we grew and up in the nineties. So yeah. And then in those teasers, like the, the video itself, it like harkens back to like music videos from like the nineties and two thousands, oh. like Aaliyah, the fish, eye, the fish eye lens and like the rotation yes. on the cameras, Missy Elliott too. Missy Elliott too. Aaliyah, oh, Missy yeah. Elliott, all of those like mm-hmm. influences could be seen visually and heard audibly on that, that music video. So, um, verse two says, victory inherited, secret hiding behind the stage lights. I was dancing in the marionette square. Don't want to stay because now I realize the truth calls me, calls me from far away. Now, (laughs) (laughs) I know what we're both thinking. Crystal's already getting all (laughs) up in it. First of all, it's sung by your bias, Nikki. I know. Um, Victory inherited. I really want to focus on that really quick because mm-hmm. when I saw the music video, that was the line that stuck out to me right away. And I texted it immediately to our group chat because for me and hypen has worked very hard for everything that they have, but all of the haters and all the aunties out there, they want to bring and hypen down by saying hype privilege. Mm. right Mm -hmm. oh you Mm -hmm. guys are just riding up on the curtails of bts you know paving the way so you guys are high privileged because you're from this label with them but they're now dissing the haters in this line saying oh victory inherited i don't think so yeah i don't want to stay because now i realize the truth right i just i'm so affected by that line still it it's just amazing that they're addressing it. It is. It is. And they're addressing that aspect like you touched on. And then, of course, they're hearkening back, I would say, to Island. Yeah. Dancing in the marionette square. Right. Oh, my gosh. Think of that stage. Think of everything they went through. Oh. I feel like it's... it. Yeah. I feel like the whole album, all these new songs, everything that they've produced really since um, getting off the show yeah. is this question of like... You know, how did we start? Where are we going? Yeah. I don't know. It's Examining where they came from, mm-hmm. looking to the future. And that's what this entire album's been about is yep. like, w- where are we going? Where are we going? Run for your dreams. But what's the road? You know, um, the pre-chorus, just stop. Don't tell me what to do. Curse like a metal in this curse. I'll be OK. No pain, no pain. This whole idea of like blessing and cursing, right? Mm-hmm. Supernatural in its nature. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Which really kind of goes back to Border Day One. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. The mind. 
the hive mind. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, kudos to the team, whoever mm-hmm. comes up with these storylines. Because in Hypen really encapsulates this story really well. But I want to give kudos to the team who writes this because this stuff is next level. Yep. The line, in this curse, I'll be okay, no pain, no pain. I mean, because really, this is what they signed up for, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, it's a blessing and a curse. And they know that with this fame, it's going to be tough. It is a curse. Yeah. But they'll be okay because it's their dream. This is what they wanted. Right. It's also kind of interesting because another thing that these haters and these aunties come out with on Twitter and stuff is, oh, you shouldn't feel any pain because like this you're famous. This was your dream. Like you get to live the famous life. Like why are you complaining? Mm-hmm. So I want to flip it on its back and say like this is also them addressing those folks that say you can't. You're not allowed to feel anything. Mm-hmm. Right. No pain. No pain. So it's like this duality of you know I'm not feeling any pain because I'm doing what I love. This is what I want to do. But also like am I allowed to feel pain right? because I'm living the high life? Mm-hmm. And then in the chorus, he sung goes, um, liar beyond that light, we fade into reality. Between these lies, we dive into this real life. And I walk like a lion. I'm making my own history. I don't know answers. I just go on my own way. Goes on and on. Oof. Yeah, the line, walking that long, drawn-out line that they talk about in the first intro. Mm-hmm. You know, Specifically that line that says, between these lies, we dive into this real life, and I walk like a lion. I'm making my own history. Another swipe at the haters. Like, you say I'm walking in somebody else's footsteps and following their destiny, but I'm not going to listen because I'm making my own way. Mm Mm-hmm. It's strong. It's a it's a powerful message that they've uh, got packed in here for sure. Yeah. And then it goes back to the refrain about waking up, opening your eyes. That is such a powerful pre-chorus too. I can't deal with that. The choreo. <laughs> we'll talk about the choreo in a second. But yep. uh, it's just such a strong statement. Like in this fake blessing, I want to be on my way. So in verse three. Um, The lyrics are, I don't want, I don't want a zero score answer. Now I won't forget that lie that broke my wings. Don't want to miss because what I still am and still breathing calls me, calls me from far away. That's beautiful. Holy, (laughs) oh my gosh. Uh, It's just the more we read these lyrics, it just, it illuminates the message, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, this album, Dimension Dilemma, and now Answer with this edition was all about like leveling up, mm-hmm. going to the next place. And this is just like the power behind the message, right? I don't want a zero score answer. I I want I want something more than that. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna keep fighting for it. Right. And then that lie that broke my wings. Now my friend Katie at Hypenating, which is a an Hypen theory account on Twitter, mm-hmm. was talking about the reoccurring theme of wings throughout the video. 
There's oh. red wings on the white uh, fuzzy yeah. wall yep. behind Jake. Mm-hmm. There's also um, in the hallway scenes with Jay, um, there are like water, like water marks on the wall or like moisture on the wall that looks, looks like, like wings. wings. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I remember so that. The that that lie that broke my wings. It's a motif in the music video. To end out the song is the pre-chorus. And then they repeat the chorus and the refrain at the end. Yeah. Overall, I mean, the lyrics are really impressive. That's the one thing I have to say about Blessed Curse is like a lot of thought and effort went into those lyrics. Mm -hmm. And clearly with the music video, too, because you pointed out those motifs that are coming up. Yeah. Or that your friend did. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And I think that I think that that is where standing a K-pop group is the most difficult because like. We can appreciate the artistry of the lyrics yes. and the music video, but then like the music doesn't vibe with us personally. Right. And it's like, ugh. But like, I think that that's just part of the game, right? Like there mm-hmm. are always songs that we don't resonate with exactly. like, stylistically, but that doesn't diminish any of the stuff. And I think no. that that's important. Like yeah, we both I, agree on that. Yeah, exactly. So like, even though it's maybe not my favorite of their songs, like I'm still obviously watching the music video and like making sure mm-hmm. that they have the right amount of views. And yeah, you know, yeah. Well, we'll let you fawn over Polaroid <laughs> Love in just a second. Cause that's Crystal's favorite that's track off favorite. of this release. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a careful balance of like making sure that you're still supporting them. Even yeah. if like maybe one song isn't your jam. I mean, I'm still going to stream, you know? Oh yeah, we're, of course. We're going to stream. I, I stream the whole album constantly. Absolutely. <laughs> and make sure this coming week, y'all, they just announced that Dimension Answer is going to be doing promo on Korean television for two weeks. So make sure you're saving up your votes so that you can vote for an hypen yes. to win an award this week because I they better take away an award. They better. Ugh. When it comes to the visual aspects of the music video, um, the music video begins with this image of a toast to the new millennium, right? Yeah. And so we, we see the countdown to 1999, three, two, one, boom, the year 2000's here, the boys lift their glasses and toast in the new year. Yes. Now, Crystal and I are old fogies, so we <laughs> experienced that new year. We did, Y2K. Y2K, it was, baby. And that was a, well, that was a antsy time for the world, right? It's like, is everything going to crash? Is the world going to end? Let's unpack you know? that. Yeah. Like, yep. that was an interesting time. Like, it was. We, had just come out of like desert storm mm-hmm. you know the u.s had gone into the middle east and tried to jack that all up which is still going on to this day but um there was like a lot of uncertainty about the year 2000 and like and our fi- technology and yeah. the, what was yeah what was just going to happen in the world in general Right, right. A lot of anxiety around the that new uh, millennium. Yeah, very parallel to anxiety that exists today. Like it just mm-hmm. seems like everything's been high strung since two thousand. True. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten a damn break. But it's really interesting that you know they decided to set this new music video during that time. Well, and I was gonna say. Doesn't it make you think that this really harkens back to everything that they've been doing is this whole idea of um, immortality and like yes. vampirism. So yes. like, now we get to see them at Y2K and they're toasting with their wine or is it blood they're toasting no, with? No, exactly. And that's so interesting because I went back and watched Give and Taken, Tame Dash and Drunk Days yeah. just to like kind of get see that the, taste yeah, and see for the, the eras for the timeline mm-hmm. and it's interesting because in um 
Tamed Dash specifically, we got the transition from the kind of older times to the more current times. Yep. We went from, you know, the place where they were experimented on to the boarding school, which was like... Yep, like 1800s. Yeah, which I would feel... Yeah, exactly, (laughs) right. And then, you know, in Give and Taken, we see the boys in like the modern time and back in the old time as well. Yep. The only music video that they didn't do too much of the flashing back to the old time was the Drunk Days music video. But even in that, there was still that noticeable time jump. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And the in- the introduction of the and audition boys group that was coming. They had K and EJ in the music video. They too, did. Yeah. Which, which was fun. I don't think that's going to be the end of them. I think that in the future, the, the this group, these groups are going to be. Oh, collaborating. Uh, oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I 100% am sure of that. Yeah. So um, in this music video, it was very apropos to go with the millennium and just like mm-hmm. say like, look at all these wonderful times that these vampire dudes have been living in. Yeah. It's so fun. It's interesting that you mentioned like all of the chaos that's been going on because I was watching the culture study, which is a reaction channel on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And the PD of that channel was talking about maybe the boys like were toasting like Y2K because they conspired it. Like they dreamt it up because they're immortal. That's a fun theory. Right. That like the boys were in charge of all the chaos and like all of the Wow. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) I almost shat myself when I was watching that YouTube video. I was like, that's the brain of a PD right there. But those are the kind of things that are so exciting about the theories of this video. Absolutely. Also there's that scene in the music video where there's like banks of computers and that like blows up from the end. Do yeah, you remember that part? I do. Like total Y2K again. Yeah, so absolutely. I loved that theory from Petey. It was just like these boys are causing chaos in the Y2K era. Like that is so fun. That they're the instigators of it. Let us that's know what a, you think about that. Let us, yeah, let us know what you think about that. Uh, tweet us at Nheim Podcast what you think about that theory. Put your own theories in a message and send it to us as well. We want to know what you guys think, uh, what kind of um, things are coming out from the minds of the Inhypen theorists. We really should have Katie on the show too. Like, uh, yes, I see please. her tweets all the time. She's always talking about these great things. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, so we'll set that up in the future for sure. The fashion of this music video yeah sickeningly good oh so on point it's like they literally went through and cataloged like every other music video from the 90s and 2000s and we're like yep we're gonna pick that piece that piece and it's just gonna be a perfect blend of everything from like my childhood puffy sweater vest oh i know and the the fuzzy sweater yeah that was a classic look the goggles the rounded glasses that Mm -hmm. make you look like willy wonka but the (laughs) the um the johnny depp version not the original (laughs) right right yeah yeah, that's a clear (laughs) distinction the gin glasses yeah gin wears those glasses so (laughs) you know you know which ones we're talking about guys talk about each member's impact in this music video wow i i'm closing my eyes right now just envisioning them because like 
they all went so hard. The impact. Oh my. Well, I mean, just the opening of that music video is like, bump, 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 right. Bump. Like, and then your boy Jay, let's go. Let's go, 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 go. Oh, oh Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah. Like that's why they're saying let's go, let's go, uh, blow up boy two K. No thanks. <laughs> I. Oh, thinking back to the first watch, I was flabbergasted. I couldn't speak. Like. My boy Jay with the impact up front. Oh, how I know. dare you? I know. Fantastic. You were you were just taken out at that moment. Truly. <laughs> You're like, how do I process the rest of this? I don't know how I processed any of it, but the impact of Jay throughout this music video. Gonna yeah, go, gotta he's go so on my fierce. bias rant. Yeah. Oh, he's so fierce. He's they so all were cool. Right? Gosh. And that's what he talked about wanting to be an yes. island. He's like all I ever wanted to be was cool. Well, bitch, you got it. Yeah, you nailed it, Congratulations. buddy. Congratulations. <laughs> um, stealing that moment. Um, Heesung, wow. Mm-hmm. Pure. Uh, oh, God. You can see the big hit training ooze out of him when he performs. You really can. He yeah. is just so crisp and clean. He's yeah. just, he's got it. Yeah. He's got the camera work down. Mm-hmm. He's got all of the looks. He's got his hand in front of his face being all sensual. Like, <laughs> ooh, look at, look at this. Yes. And the smooth vocals to go with the smooth visuals. I mean, his vocals are just perfection. Butter. Just mm-hmm. pure butter. It is. They are. Oh, my God. <laughs> and... Dude, this video did Sunu dirty. <laughs> they got him being like talk. K-pop Tupac over here. Like, I was just going to say, is... talk to us about it, Nathan. I mean, so I love that they gave him a harder edge. Absolutely. Because Sunu can body whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. That's not the that's not the thing that made me laugh. The thing that made me laugh was that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> yeah. I see him with this handkerchief all tied up in front of his head with his like. Right. His, his like, like crip look. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but like I, I just wasn't expecting it, and he did it. He did that. He did it. He I mean, ate he that. looked amazing. And the the eyebrow earring. Oh, I know. Well, quit digging through Jungkook's drawer. Like <laughs> that's unacceptable. That's what. The, the that's what came across. Bad my mind influence too. on these boys. That's all I have to say. I know Jungkook. <laughs> It's like, what have you done? You've paved the way for all these K-pop artists. <laughs> you all these paved the way for piercings. this madness, and now I have to deal with the road that's been paved. Like, who would have thought the eyebrow piercing would come back? Jungkook oh. brought it back. Like, yes. thank you. Yes, <laughs> and Sunu's bodying it like a boss. Yes, he is. So, thank you for that, Sunu. But the, it re- it reminded me, and, you know, we're sorry if you guys are offended about us bringing up BTS during this podcast, but, like, it that's where we first encountered k-pop and so yes. it's like the reference point yeah so like when we say things like oh the junk you know ira you know it it is what it is yeah it some is of, what it i is. mean some of this is in jest but also bts has paved the way for a lot of you know we a lot of our current artists respect yeah if you don't you can unfollow i understand moving on sungun with the blonde Oh, it's so good. He's a whole mood. Oh, my God. And that chair, he's like a king oh, on his throne. Oh, he leans back on that shit like he owns it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I he, hope he steals it. <laughs> I hope he does. It went with the whole 2000s vibe. Oh, it did so well. He was shining. Mm-hmm. Our Ice Prince is just... Well, and we all talked about in our group chat, but that, that wine glass... Oh, extra. Did you see how he kind of like... He kind of like licked it and then like took it back a little bit and yeah. like looked at the ca- 
Yeah, he really was uh, playing with all of our hearts so naughty, there. Naughty, sir. Miki. Oh. <laughs> it is illegal. Literally. It, <laughs> it is illegal, sir. Do you know this? Illegal I don't think to go that know. hard. You can't go that hard like that. It's not okay. His voice, his dancing his actions yeah the, how does he do it the exuding of that like confidence and like fierceness big I just, energy uh-huh whoa yeah fourth generation king and you said it and i'm gonna reiterate it he's the next it boy i swear to god he is i he, swear he takes in the footsteps of Taman and Jimin, these main dancers that just have an inescapable charisma. Absolutely. Well, and even, um, you know, the other members of Enhypen have said that, like, it's actually shocking. Like, I think I read an article about this, like how intense Nikki, once he gets on stage, it's like a switch is flipped. And, you know, he just exudes this this stage presence that is unlike even some of the other members they've said. I mean, all of them perform exceptionally, but I think that they they really commented specifically on Nikki. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the fact that he can get the choreography down so fast that the rest of the time that he has, he's able to interpret. Exactly. Interpret and perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Jake. Jake, man, that hair and the painted nails. Oh, I love it. Gosh, I love it. You know, it's really hard. I can never escape the whole, like, initial bias that I felt for him during Island. Like... He's just wonderful. He is the constant bias wrecker. Mm -hmm. Oh, undoubtedly. And in this music video... He got so many lines in both Bless Cursed and Polaroid Love. He did. I'm all about it. I'm all about it, too, because it's nice because obviously he always is like in the intros and outros. But but for him to have like these strong lyrical portions of the songs, lovely. Yes. And he has a wonderful voice, a great tenor. I would say... You know, I, I'm not one for ranking vocals, so I'm not going to give them a one, two, three kind of a placement. But when it comes to like steady and powerful vocals, he holds it down, mm-hmm. you know, and I really appreciate that. He's worked so hard. You know, he was one of the trainees that had the least amount of time training him and Sunu both. And they're doing such a great job. Can you believe that these boys have only been debuted for a year? No, I can't. It's it's wild. And look how far Jungwon's come. I oh. mean, our fearless leader. Whoa. Talk about also going the F off Let, in that music oh. video. <laughs> the fuzzy red sweater. Oh, and he's also so fierce. They really just had such a great energy in the music Has video. Has it in his face. Mm-hmm. Just, just that look, right? We were also talking today when we were watching the music video back for research his voice always stands out to me. I love it. I can always hear him in every song. It's such a unique timbre. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. And I was talking about, you know, I was being nerdy with the vocals and I was like, you know, the, his vocal placement's deeper in his larynx than like the other boys. So that's what makes it so unique. And when you hear it, it's like he attacks the music with a different tone. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And it's it's exceptional. Like, whatever uh, yeah. you're doing, Jung Wan, keep doing keep it. Keep it up. <laughs> Fearless leader. I s- yeah, he's definitely a Slytherin after this music video. I can really tell. Like, oh, really yeah. I uh-huh. was like, I didn't see it before, but I see it now. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If Bless Curse was your favorite track off of the Repackage album, just drop us a, a message or a mention at Nihipen Podcast. Um, we might even, maybe I'll just put up a listener poll. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see, like, what everybody thinks about both of the tracks. I love both of them. I think that they are great additions to Dimension Dilemma. They absolutely and, are. And um, I said it the previous week's podcast, and I really feel like it's a self-fulfilled prophecy that's coming true that this specific repackage and the dropping of Blessed Cursed is going to be the propeller for Inhypen into a new level this new level they've been talking about so yeah this feels like the it feels like they're really just kind of documenting their journey so far Mm -hmm. right and this is the propeller it's the next step to where they're trying to go which they've been singing about (laughs) exactly now the b side for the repackage release was polaroid love which if you attended the Enhypen connect concert slash fan meet online you would have known they performed it at the end of their set. And it was kind of like a treat for Engine who are watching mm-hmm. and a thank you for staying with them. So this is the official audio track that they released onto the album. Which is lovely. Yeah. And I love yes. Polaroid love. I <laughs> came over to Crystal's to record the podcast today. And I went onto YouTube and I was going to look up Bless Curse so that we could watch it for research. And lo and behold, her naughty little secret came out that she was streaming Polaroid Love hard in the paint. <laughs> it came up in the autora- the automated search everything. You can't hide it. I know. Yeah. Crystal likes the really light ballad and bright concepts and songs i really do i feel like it works so well within hype and i mean like i'm biased i just like i like that in general but especially when they do it yeah it's so good you love the light songs from all of these bands Mm -hmm. you know i really do like with the boys your favorite song is bloom bloom Mm -hmm. that's a total giveaway right yep and like with stray kids oh yeah with stray kids it's get cool yeah get cool which which is is like yeah like the more Cheery, bouncy cutesy, song of yeah. Theirs. yeah. So, yeah. just it makes total sense that Polaroid Love is your favorite hype and song from this repackage, right? And I mean, obviously, like the lyrics are are lovely too in this song. It's it's maybe not as like soulful or thoughtful no, as Blessed but Curse, they're but they're really still sweet. lovely. They're very sweet. Yeah. Okay, so for the intro, it's like a Polaroid love, love that old fashioned feeling. But my heart is racing. Why am I like this? Isn't that, doesn't that just strike up an image in your mind, like immediately when you hear that? Yeah. Polaroid, instant photo, white frame, everybody loves them, right? Mm-hmm. That old-fashioned old feeling. feeling. Wow. Yep. I, like, it just, it, it makes you remember, like, your grandparents. It makes me remember my grandparents and just, like. Th- their love was a total Polaroid picture. Yeah. And it, it just gives me that warm feeling, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, it it makes you s- take a deep sigh and just, like, reminisce about that that one person, you know? Absolutely. Oh, makes me feel things. <laughs> 
the first verse with Jay and Sungmin is, why am I relying on to love? It's obvious feeling anyway. I believed I would know everything. I guess it is a trap that I fell for. Even I knew it. Right. It's that whole idea of like, well, I'm not going to fall in love. I don't want this whole Polaroid picture. But then when you're in it, you're like, oh, I do want this. <laughs> I fell into it. and Okay, I get it. This is what everybody's been singing about. And now I'm singing about it. How dare they come for single people like me? <laughs> <laughs> Any singles out there? You feeling this? I know you are. <laughs> uh, the pre-chorus. Unknowingly, when you call my name, heartbreakingly. My heart is pounding. Uh, it's like those, you know, falling in love feelings. So strong. So good. Heart racing. Yeah. Heart pounding. A lot of that uh, showing up in the lyrics. It harkens back to 10 months. Absolutely it does, which yeah. 10 months is also literally one of my top favorite songs from Border <laughs> Day One. <laughs> See, Crystal's got it. Like that song is all about like that spark of love, mm-hmm. right? And then like Polaroid love is like the reminiscing or the the continuing love, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Also, so in verse two, mm-hmm. my boy Nikki comes in. Oh. <sighs> with this lyric. He's here. singing it to you. Yes, I know. That's how it feels. <laughs> um, here is my heart for you. You have to engrave it without correcting it later. Uh, and then the next part is, it's getting clearer that this heart is the only one in the world. <sighs> it just makes you melt. Boys. I love a good love song. Boys, the duality. The duality, yes. We really stand kings. I know. Why? Oh. Oh, and one other thing that I want to touch on in this song is, you know, when you get a little deeper in, there's this one breakdown where the verse is like very electronic sounding, yeah. like it went through a vocoder. Wow. And I love that because it really takes me back to a composer named Wendy Carlos, mm-hmm. which if any of you have seen the movie, A Clockwork Orange, mm-hmm. um, Wendy Carlos was the first person attributed with using the vocoder. So she did that to Beethoven's Ninth. Yeah. And gave it this really like electronic, futuristic, kind of interesting poppy sound. Yeah. Um, and I really feel like I hear that reminiscent in this um in this song. That's and it just it so makes me very cool. happy. Uh, oh, I love this podcast. Seriously <laughs> so much. Oh, I I just love that we get to bring all of these things together into this little in hype and pot and give it a little stir and then I like know. serve it out to all these people listening. Uh it's fun. Yeah. But Nathan, your thoughts on Polaroid love? Polaroid you love, well, like I was telling you, it it makes me think about my grandparents yeah. and like just how much they loved each other and like how much that means to me and like makes me think about snapshot memories, you know? Yeah, it's very wistful. Yeah, it really transports you to a place where like nothing can touch you. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the picture. And like the memory of that picture and like you could just climb inside it and live in it forever. (laughs) (laughs) If you're crying at home, type an F in the chat. Okay. (laughs) Um, It reminds me of the other day I was going through my room and cleaning and organizing some some stuff. And I found an old Polaroid picture of my grandmother and my great grandmother and my dad. Oh no. When he was a baby. Oh wow. And uh, you know, we've been talking about romantic love, you know, for the last couple of minutes. But like, I think about just all of the love that exists mm-hmm. in a Polaroid picture. It doesn't have to be romantic. It right. Be like 
family. It can be friends. It can be just a moment where you felt light and life and the love for existence, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what this song means to me. And every time I hear it, I'm like, thank you in hypen. Thank you, Hybe. Because it it's really just the injection of happy and positivity that you need for the day. It really is. So I know why you've been listening to it heavy on repeat. <laughs> it, w- when it's dark outside in the midst of the winter, you're going to need this song to keep you warm. You exactly. Know I mean? <laughs> exactly. Because it feels like a summer day. Like you climbed into a Polaroid photo of a oh, summer day's love. So sweet. That sepia tone, you know? Yeah. <sighs> I wish there was a music video for it. Sometime soon, I hope. I really I, you know, hope. I don't I don't want to be a negative Nancy. I'm not going to say anything. I hope. Yes. I hope they do too. I have hope. Yes. Uh, I will. I don't know if I can hold on to the hope, but I can hold you up and you hold the hope up. So <laughs> <laughs> now, the final track on the re-release was outro day two. But we're back to the day thing. Yep, right? we are. So we have another Jake monologue over music. And so I'm just going to read the monologue. A dark room without a single light. Only the glare of my phone screen proves I'm awake in the night. My eyelids are heavy, but I fight them and I move my fingers to open my notes. Day two and a flickering cursor. My second day with nothing written. An empty page that I don't think anything can fill. How must I live tomorrow? Where must I begin? Waking up early? Out of bed at 6 a.m.? Maybe this won't amount to much, but I won't let someone else write it for me. I'll write what my day two will be. My second day that I must live on my own. This is the real beginning of the world of my own. Oh, I love it. I want to I wanna yeah. snap. Snaps. Snaps. Because in poetry, you snap after a poetry reading. Yes. And this is like a poem. It is a poem. It's beautiful, too. And when you look at the, l- the lyrics of the outro, the first line that sticks out to me is, how must I live tomorrow? Where must I begin? Waking up early, out of bed at 6 a.m. For me, that screams trainee life or yeah. the life of an artist, right? Mm-hmm. These boys wake up early, 6 a.m. for a shoot, for a recording session. That's just the life now. You wake up early, you perform, mm-hmm. right? And just them being really honest about it in the lyrics Maybe this won't amount to much, but I won't let someone else write it for me. Yeah, which I really love that yeah. taking ownership and control of his narrative. It's, right. it's beautiful of their narrative, really. Mm-hmm. Now, I usually don't look too much into like genius.com annotations, but I think that this is really good. It says these lines, which refer uh, to the title of the song itself, suggest that with this album and hype encloses the first part of their concept journey which runs through all of their albums so far and moves from day one to day two. I love that. Way to go, genius. Right. (laughs) The concept story starts with their first album, Border Day One, where on their debut single, Give and Taken, they are singing, Wake up in day one, first day morning, light shining, eyes of the sun. That light burned me, but I go on now. Follow my dreams. So it's tying back to the first album. Lyrically, it says in uh, in day one, they've crossed the border from their debut 
landed in this strange new world for the uh, for them the world of fame and being a k-pop idols which is covered in border carnival this world is often referred in the concept to as upside down world as their lives were flipped upside down in music videos it's shown as vampire like immortal world mm-hmm. throughout the albums they started to question what is their place in this new world and did they make a good choice crossing that border the main subject of the dilemma was the choice between two conflicting sides and whether to be tamed by one side or dash away towards the other on tame dash off the album they were singing should i be tamed flash of desires enchanting me dreams beautiful and grotesque keep changing shape oh twisted and tangled dilemma of choice within dimensions taking a step makes me afraid i hate to be or not again i remember that because we dissected that yeah right Mm -hmm. exactly and then it says in dimension answer we are getting the answer that what we will get next is the real beginning and they figured out who they are and what they want and are ready to move on to handle their own lives right which is what we had already talked about earlier yeah where we felt like this was the jumping off point for who they really are because we've seen that they can do everything. They're already questioning their whole journey. They're saying, yep. this is our journey. We're documenting it for you, but also making it, you know, with some bops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now they're ready to embark on the journey of who they really are. And yeah. we get to see that. And I'm so excited. Yeah. Who is in Hypen? Who is in Hypen? Yeah. What is their style? What is their flair? Are they always going to be all these different varieties of things that they've shown us? Right. Or, it, you know, what? And are they going to stick with concepts? Or how is it going to go? Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm going to call it right now. The whole who are we? Who am I? That's going to be part of the next concept. It's got to be. It's like a self-examination or like an identification, like a statement. This is who I am. Ooh, yep, yep. 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 Oh, I love that. So now that we, you know, we had Dimension Dilemma and now we have the repackaged Dimension Answer and we have our two new songs with the outro, um, I would just love to know what everybody's favorite song is as a whole now, you know, not just amongst the two new songs that came out. I mean, definitely tell me that too. But like now that we have like all these songs in this repackaged album, like Nathan, for you, what is your favorite? Like what's your gut reaction? Like, oh, that's my fave. So I really liked the Bless Cursed track a lot. It's my style. I really enjoy that. But I think off of the entire album, holistically mm-hmm. my favorite track is upper side dreaming yeah i think that the stages that we got for that were very powerful mm-hmm. and it's what i want to show friends when i introduce them to in hypen like this is who in hypen is oh. strong choreo great uh great song composition mm-hmm. the song has a lot of very technical chord progressions i have to say i really hope that react to the k classical musicians react to reacts to upper side dreaming because the composition of that song is unreal it's next level so for me upper side dreaming that's my final answer (laughs) i love it that's a good choice what about you uh it's i mean there's so many good ones i mean they're all good um Gut reaction, though. Like I said, knee-jerk reaction yeah. for me. Go big or go home. 
go big or go home, Crystal, come on. Seriously, like, I closed a sales deal and I was so thrilled I like blasted that song. <laughs> like go big or go home and I went big. Crystal said sales rep anthem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also it's like the anthem of my life I feel like I am always trying to like strive for more which I think I talked about this in one of our other episodes so I won't beat a dead horse here but gosh I just love it like I do want a diamond ring like let's blow up I want that success that's one of my favorite lines in that song especially when Jungwon sings it oh yeah but it's so crazy that you said go big or go home because that would be my second track (laughs) that's one of my favorites too yeah and the live stages they did a lot of live stages for that song as well Mm -hmm. love the choreography choreography. i literally want to learn that dance opening up with nikki strong oh my god i know anything that opens with nikki i know and he has a lot of good vocal parts on that song Mm -hmm. i think that um for me i learned the korean lyrics to go big or go home because I enjoyed the song so much. Heck yeah. So like the Korean for Go Big or Go Home is Mo Animio Do Animio, which means Go Big or Go Home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> repetitive and repetitive, said the New York Times. Uh, <laughs> 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 two stars, two stars. Oh my uh, God. But um, I just, every time I hear in hype and music, it rekindles my excitement and love of the Korean language. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, but overall, really, like, Dimension Answer, an absolute triumph. Yeah, absolutely. So happy with this repackaged album. They yeah. nailed it. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. And this is, like, your first repackage, so. I know. I'm so excited. Welcome to the K-pop club. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not baby Injin, but I'm baby Stan, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah. There's, like, a weird duality K-pop. there where, like, I, I'm still newish to K-pop. Like, I don't know that I have the the standing culture yet in me, but I love and hypen, and I am Injin, so that's You're what matters. You're slowly being indoctrinated. <laughs> I mean, just to recap Crystal's personal journey with K-pop, I introduced you to bts when we went to go see burn the stage live in theater yeah and i got two tickets and i didn't know who to go with and i wasn't about to go see that thing by myself in public (laughs) so um because that's when i was still a baby army and i was like i don't want to be seen so i brought you with me and you were like i'm just gonna go because you know nathan's going so you enjoyed it Mm -hmm. but like mildly yeah but then it's like you just graduated from there yeah then it just took off when was when was the first moment that you were like k-pop 100 oh you know what i think i can maybe sort of pinpoint it it might have been with the bts music video on oh the the manifesto film was it the one at the sepulveda dam it was it was the other one oh the music video Mm -hmm. whoa yeah 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 and from there we were also watching island yeah that's true yeah that's true and i think that i think that island is really what got you into k-pop because you you had been watching well i mean you had been getting into bts but at that time by that time yeah by that time i was already into bts but like i think the island really broadened you up i think it did yeah. yeah it really like grounded you and like this is how the process goes. This is like this is what they have to go through the training, and they go to onto these programs and they get voted off. And like that's when you were like, oh damn, yeah, like this is the system. 
Right. That's when I started to understand the system more. But in Hypen, though, it's like, I have so much love. So much. Oh, my gosh. Gosh, we have just had so much fun dissecting these new songs, uh, you know, going over the lyrics, talking about the visuals. This has been great. This is K-pop. You mm-hmm. know, this is the joy of standing. Yes. Getting to dive in to the music. Dive into you. <laughs> and uh, throwback. You know, a little throwback I love today. It. Um, and just really getting to explore themes and motifs and the music and the visuals. I feel like a true English teacher right now. Oh, like, me too. Do you know the motifs of an hype in class? <laughs> I expect an essay on our Twitter <laughs> at and hyphen podcast, bitches. Yes. Um, write us the essay. Truly. <laughs> write me that essay. We would love it. But again, we thank you so much for spending about an hour with us talking about and hyphen. As always, it's a pleasure just getting to be with you guys, getting to talk about and hyphen. Yeah. Just sharing the love and talking about our favorite thing. Yeah, really. It brought us through the pandemic at the beginning. It's bringing us through, hopefully, what is the tail end? I'm just crossing my fingers. All right. Let's, see. <laughs> let's not jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> but it will carry us through no matter what. And that is the beauty of Enhypen. Absolutely. We also want to announce we have a new feature on our podcast. Crystal doesn't know about. Th- I love get making announcements that Crystal doesn't know about. <laughs> we have a new uh, feature for our podcast where you, the listener, can send in an audio message asking a question or making a comment that we can air on the podcast. So if you are brave yes! and want to be featured on the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash podcast. And there is a button that says message and it's a little speech bubble with a plus mark. You click it and then you can send us an audio message and we can feature you on the podcast. Be brave, my fellow engine. Yeah, we want to be a it. podcast of the people, be a podcast Do of it. the engine. So <laughs> send us questions, send us comments. Interact. We just love it. We want to hear from you. So go do it now. Anchor.fm slash and hyphen podcast. At and hyphen podcast on Twitter, DM, mention us, follow us. We love you. Have a great, great week, and we will see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.